0: Welcome to Touch Podcast. This is Ryan.
1: This is Nate Navarro. Ooh, we're
0: back! Whoa, we're back, uh, baby! Oh. Uh, yeah. Is it exciting? Yeah, this is exciting. We're back on Touch Podcast. We're after back on yeah After our hiatus because of the pandemic. And I think, Nate, I think this episode is just going to be us catching everybody up with what in the world is going on. What yeah. in the world is, is going, going on? on. What, what is it? What could it be? The We're gonna leave this in because we have to get better at editing and making it simple for us.
1: That was yeah. a mix of Carmen San Diego and something um, retro seventy-ish. Um, it was good. I jived with it. Yeah, but it was- Yes. Yes, in in catching people up, what's been going on, and um, it has been since quarantine, and you know, something about this, I'm not sure if this feels like way, this way for you, Ryan, but you know, like when there's Ghostbusters, it came, you know, the first Ghostbusters came out, and all of a sudden, here comes Ghostbusters Afterlife, directed by his son, the old, the entire cast returns, like, these magical reboots, to me, this feels like a magical reboot, because um, we've gone the distance with our podcast the last time around, and we are where we are now because of it and we are re we are returning to the podcast medium um with with uh, this with not only just what we've experienced transforming ourselves from from podcast to youtube to um to other formats but still staying true to our podcast raw format so This has been a really fun experiment and a really fun experimental time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's been so we've been in a pandemic for the past two years. Everybody knows that Um, we've been doing stuff on YouTube. There are YouTube videos out there. The podcast has been doing YouTube stuff out there. We were working on a uh, a TV show pitch that uh, we that we really thought was going to get picked up, and then it didn't get picked up, and was like, oh my gosh. This is not going to happen, which a lot of people are not, who are in the business are not surprised. I was surprised. And then we were doing the YouTube thing and stuff is out on Instagram. You can look at um, the videos on Instagram as well. And then why, when we were like, okay, we're just going to do this for free. Everybody can have it for free. It's out there. It's going to be on Instagram, YouTube. And in the middle of that, someone from a production company comes to us and says, hey, guys maybe you'd like to make a tv show with us so we are actually in that process again 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 of doing a show but this time it's different and i guess we can't really talk about it too much but yeah there's been a pandemic life has been really shitty for a lot of people and you and i have both have gone through a lot of stuff over the past year and a half and that you know a lot of people don't know about but I guess we'll we'll sort of unveil that stuff as we go uh throughout the season, but it's been yeah it's been really crazy, but even in the midst of all that crazy stuff, some good stuff has happened,
1: yeah, yes, i can I think we can say who we are in a in a development relationship with um we can say it's with original productions and they oh, yeah. are a fantastic production company that has been known for uh The bearded man series—that's that's that's a that's a term that we like to use amongst us professionals. It's like the deadliest catch and the X Men and like you know men with beards doing things um, on the on the Discovery Channel.
0: Um, And yeah, and this show is actually going to be about us trying to grow a beard. That's 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 the whole premise premise is like Mm -hmm. short guys growing beards.
1: Mm -hmm. It's it follows the divine masculine narrative. That's right, (laughs) folks. Um, but yeah, so these, these folks, uh, which I've been working professionally in the docu-series world. So, you know, for me, these are my professional neighbors. We, all these production companies, we know about each other. We've helped each other find jobs. And, um, this connection happened through, um, a, a colleague over Facebook. Once we, once we transform our podcast into a YouTube experience. Um, that was the work that got noticed. And, you know, as you guys know, who've been listening to the podcast, it was a wonderful experiment to create a short form version of our, our experiences interviewing people on the road. And so very much like the podcast, it's a series of audio bites, interview bites, just exploring different aspects of purity. And we were able to feature uh, gr- uh, Grammy-nominated, Dove Award-winning Jennifer Knapp, um, on the YouTube series. Um, we were able to feature um, author Linda K. Klein um, with um, her book, Purity. And we're, we were also able to feature Dr. Tina Schimmer Sellers, who just recently came out with um, her book. I think, I think there was yet another book since we've featured her content. Um, she wrote the book, um, Sex, help me out with this one if you don't, Ryan, if you don't mind, Sex, Love, and the Conservative
0: Church. Sex, God, and the Conservative Church. Sex,
1: God, and the Conservative Church. And another book about raising children as parents um, with, I think, f- as former purity culture parents. Some, something along those lines. I wish I remember <laughs> the name of that book.
0: Insert too. the Nathan saying the title of her new book right here.
1: I'll start looking it up, and I'll read it at the end of recording. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, so they were featured on the YouTube series and um, it was enough to paint a picture um, on YouTube that um, our colleague was able to notice it and asked if we wanted to take it to the next level. Um, and we have entertained this with other parties, but she just had a very unique approach to it. And so we're happy, we're happy to announce that we are signed in a development deal with them. And so this next, this upcoming year will be. Looking very exciting for us, and we'll be dropping these little updates to you during during the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And about, so this
0: this season, Nate, you know, for the foreseeable future, um, we're really so, so we're really going to go in some interesting directions because um, since uh, the last time you all heard from us, um, lots of changes have occurred. Uh, for me, um, during s- s- middle of season two, I left my institutional sort of church denominational job, and um, uh, and now have and have been gigging and doing a lot of writing for other organizations, and uh, of course we're, we are working on the previous pitch and the sizzle and writing that show and all that. And now um, I have made the made the big decision about five or six months ago. I'm doing carpentry full time, which is um, a big change. Like I've given up on like the institutionally institution jobs of working with churches and stuff. not wow. not as a consultant, but not like trying to get on their payroll. So I'm still working with churches and with church kinds of folks, but not. Not as an employee of the denomination or or the the church institution, which I have to say is like, um, it feels really good. And so I know with my own limited amount of self-awareness that that is going to impact this season because I'm not going to be editing everything I say and thinking, oh, shit. that I just say shit? Damn, my boss is going to be pissed if she or he ever hears this. So... I can I can cuss with abandon, my friend. Cuss with abandon. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> oh my COVID's acting up.
1: I'm excited to hear what cussing with abandons without abandon sounds like. Is it without abandon or with abandon? With abandon, I think. I just lost
0: it. With abandon? Without abandon? Well it's like you're um,
1: abandon you're abandoning all inhibitions, right? So I'm guessing yes. it's with the abandon of Oh yeah, with the
0: abandonment of all of my uh institutional baggage and the worries of like what is big sister, big daddy, big brother gonna Is the hammer is the hammer gonna come down and and tell me, Well, you said blow job and that's against our community standards here at the uh Baptist institution of whatever Dr. Ryan Clark I find this absolutely fascinating like what
1: Can you tell us about Anything that went on That motivated this shift Was it just like The, the times of the economy Or um, something in your career Or just curious yeah. If there's anything more to share
0: Yeah 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 So Y'all? several things were coming together At the same time Um I decided not to I have a book manuscript I decided not to publish that with a religious Sort of churchy uh, Publisher Because I wanted to I I wanted to be more Explicit With Real life I'll just put it that way So I went from about to be having a book Together and out To starting over And needing to Reframe that book And seek Publishment through like A big sort of secular Publishing house Sort of their religious imprint of a secular publishing house Which is quite frankly a lot More difficult to do because I don't have connections In that world Um, The other thing was my son Could not learn how to read And we were having uh, A lot of difficulties at school And having meetings with the school And it was making him frustrated And he was getting into fights And the, and that was had become an issue and um and uh, and it seemed to be that um I, and I was just working like 60 70 80 90 100 hours a week at all times doing lots of different things you know just kind of gigging trying to Like keep my foot in a hundred different things and connected to this organization and that organization and blah, 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 blah. And then the pandemic, when the pandemic hit and the kids were at home doing school online Mm -hmm. and all virtually all the institutions I had contracts with for like ongoing work and money said, Oh, we don't, we're not going to continue the contract. We don't know how finances are going to be, which is totally understandable. Totally understandable Right. And, like, of course, like, the world shut down. And so I mostly found myself, like, a stay-at-home dad and then gigging with a buddy. But I was still gigging with a buddy who was was a high-end furniture maker and cabinet maker and building and working with him. And, um, yeah. And then one thing sort of led to another. I needed to be home to help my son. um, And I needed... Yeah, things just came together so that It was like I oh, one, one other little thing I applied for, got my resume to, like When the pandemic started getting better Got my resume together, start applying Interviewing at these different institutions And Just started feeling like Oh my god, I don't want to do this job It's a great job, I'd love I, I, Great people, great institution Great organization Great money but I, I don't think I, w- I want to do this job. And am I being selfish? And, um, and then after a minute, I realized, like, we really like our lifestyle, even though we don't have a lot of money. Um, we have a lot of... I have a lot of artistic freedom, getting to live the creative life. I make enough money. And we can put it together that, you know, if we live simply my, me and my family, then, um, we can actually be really happy and actually physically and spiritually be together and not be like all over the freaking United States doing a hundred different things and never seeing each other. So that all comes together to being like, now I can be focused. I've, we bought a new house. I've got a a wood shop in the basement and uh, reframing the book. Have meetings about this book in in the coming months, and we've got the new contract on the show and the mm-hmm. new season of the podcast. And those are the three things I'm doing. I'm doing carpentry. Well, four. My family, carpentry, the podcast, and the show. My instead of like 50. Man. Instead of 50 things. Oh,
1: instead of yeah. 50, there's just five.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's for me. That's wow. narrowing. That's pretty. That's narrowing my focus.
1: That's narrowing your
0: focus. <laughs> I was not expecting that much of an update. That was a lot. I'm sorry if you're at home and you're bored. I didn't tell any uh, sex oh. stories, but oh no, I they are not bored. You think they're interested? No, What's this sure is like a very stuff? this is a very deep dive update. This is very oh, thorough. Oh, oh yeah, in, in in inside all that. My dad, who has um, has mental issues, had to move. I had to go to California and move him from California to my sister's house in Arkansas. So he's now living with my sister. And then that, so that's been two years of like, like really heavy lifting by my sister. But like another giant upheaval, and so it's like one upheaval over another. And and then Nate, you've been home i've like, oh it's talk about yes. crazy times and transitions
1: there's a there's a story there or if, if we're ready to shift to that story i just want to make sure like there is a story here also with you that's i mean house life accomplished house career change no. um producing paid, yep. uh and um yeah and also kind of finding yourself there that's like um if there are like four pillars to to happiness there. It sounds like they're mm. that's very much like those four pillars,
0: yeah, and I have a wonderful wife who is allow has allowed and is allowing me to really find my bliss, give me mm. have some space within some boundaries to yeah she's letting you play, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I can play as long as I also work hard. So yes,
1: work hard, play hard. That's what that's she said. Of, that's <laughs> the name of the game, folks. I didn't <laughs> yeah. even
0: mean that as like the. the does it work? Uh, that's Michael what she said. That's what she said. Yeah, I didn't even mean it like like that's what she said. Literally, work hard, play hard.
1: Let, does it work? Work hard, play hard. That's what she said.
0: It could. It could Why, well, Nate? And, Nate, what's been going on with you?
1: Oh, so what's been going on with me? Yeah, so yeah, talk you about so your big cool. transition my big transitions and this is a big step into you know vulnerability and how much we're sharing here in the in the podcast so um this has been a really fascinating time for me so when quarantine happened i was working out in new york and i just felt like it was a time to um to start working with to work with well to spend some time with some family working from home and the, as an editor-producer for docu-series, there has been this um, – uh, the technology has existed to work remotely. It's just never been tested. And, and it just seemed like across the industry that this is what would happen. This would be the response to the, the pandemic. And it was. Um, we shifted to working remotely, and that gave me some flexibility to, live some, to spend some time with my family – and during that time, my father died and um, because it was the environment of the of the pandemic, we were not able to see him. It was very sudden and it was very confusing and so that was part of my pandemic experience and and since then um, I've just uh, it's almost like by a default, I just knew I had to spend some time at home with my mom um, to help her transition and really to help myself transition too i in hindsight that's i know that's what I know it was for and um so living with my mom for about um, since that time, while um, while while traveling and doing my work on the road, um, because I do have the luxury to to work remotely, and during this time we have been, you know, pushing our podcast and the uh, the series. Um, this was when we were getting a response from one of our earlier relationships that was hitting a dead end and i had the time to reimagine this series on youtube so thanks to the thanks to the time that quarantine gave me uh, i could put some focus on that and fortunately that's what got us to our current um collaboration today which is great and um but living with my mom after my father died was, was a big deal i uh, my 14-year-old self who i did not confront since i left the home like i confronted him mm. i you know, I, in many ways, I needed to heal by becoming that um, teenager who never grew up and had to face the world without my father. You know, like that hazing had to happen. That Mustafa experience from Lion King, you know. Oh, it is Mustafa. That. Yeah. Um, in fact, I should play that song. That Hans Zimmer track of looking at the stars is totally amazing. I should have my own moment out there looking at the stars. Which S- I actually did. Send,
0: send me that music file and I'll... I'll... I'll blend it in right here.
1: I'll,
0: I'll, I'll sing in that music file. It sounds like this.
1: I'm going to stop right now. But you get the idea. It's yeah. amazing. Um, no,
0: and I'm really sorry that happened, you know. Was, yeah. Ah. And Ryan and I and it was had sudden. a sudden. It was really sudden, not expected very at sudden. all. Yeah,
1: very sudden. And, you know, it really opened me up to all of our unique COVID experiences. And... You know our losses or or just how we're handling the loss of others um and um i was also had a relationship with a a co-filmmaker of mine a friend of mine um who is sharing the a similar journey as i am but like on the feminine side of things and um so she was in a um a difficult spot during the during quarantine as well and we were able to open up our house uh, with my mom to, to accommodate her as well. And it was an unexpected um, relationship um, time that made quarantine really magical for us. That was very unexpected, but um, also in the wake of my father's passing and you know becoming a man um, in myself and just renegotiating my relationship with my mom, Mm -hmm. Um, All of those things made it uh, pretty ripe with emotions and ripe with, uh, um, you know, I I needed some time on my own that um, I needed some personal time that I, well, let me rephrase. I could have given myself more personal time. Um, But it it comes with all the emotions of blessings and hardships and really learning how to relationship with myself that, and I think that's a major narrative we're all facing with, with, with quarantine. Um, but out from that side, uh, now that we're here now, um, what we've been able to do with the the podcast and where like where Ryan is in his life and where I am in my life, um, we've reconnected in um, finding the desire to work with others again, like we used to when we were ministers, to work with people and connect again. Like we we found ourselves missing it at the same time. When we were visiting one another, I was spending some time with Ryan, um, living with his family some and working over there. Um, and we just both kind of fell in love with what we missed and realized that um, our, our, the connections we have to make this happen are already there with the podcast. And so to reconnect with the podcast is us kind of reconnecting with that first love when we first became ministers and just helping others find connection with each other again.
0: Yeah, we, um, we are getting ready to start Wednesday Night Church yeah. for people out there, for guys. We're starting a men's group that we'll start facilitating in a couple of weeks. Um, and I think we should call it Wednesday Night Church. I think that's what the nice. name is. I'm, I'm pitching that. I'm pitching Wednesday that. Night Church. So people yeah. like, and then when guys are like, oh, I can't do that thing, I've got Wednesday Night Church then like it's like so it's wednesday night eight o'clock eastern seven central and it'll be zoom and we'll uh have sort of an open enrollment we'll go for uh seven weeks and then we'll start. we'll end that group and then we'll start another one yeah we've also been speaking we we've done some we've during the pandemic been able to do some zoom meeting zoom workshops and uh working with churches on the topic of purity that seems to be like we've tried to talk about other things but it does seem like we get like cannot steer out of the purity topic um christian purity um and uh no sex before marriage abstinence only relationships that kind of stuff but we what we keep running into like is just there are so many people who've never had an opportunity and avenue to talk about that. So uh, when we open the door, people pile in and then a conversation ensues And so um, for all men and particularly because men are not likely to look for um, uh, look for, we want to offer something unique for people who identify as men, who have uh, dealt with, have purity baggage, or have a purity story to tell, and want to be part of a larger group, uh, actually a small group, and we're going to do that on Zoom. So that's that's what we're getting ready to start in a couple of weeks. Look for that about mid-March. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we'll, that'll be all over uh, social media and stuff, so... Um, and there'll be some nominal fee. We have to charge you. We have to charge you to go, or you won't show up, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Ryan and I, I, we just had this little fun back and forth, and I was like, "Do you think we should charge for anything? Like, do do people do people need that to actually kind of you know commit themselves to something? And if so, what you know? And so, and and so, what was the number that we landed on, and why did we think that worked? Do you remember how that that Is one went it down?
0: Five dollars.
1: We said five dollars
0: <laughs> five dollars yes. for six sessions. Yeah at the yeah, time it was six just, sessions. Yeah, you get one free. Well I think what we'll do, we'll do the first one will be like a howdy duty welcome all. And okay. then we'll have people commit after that and then they'll pay for six sessions.
1: Yeah. Gotcha. So so five dollars for six free sessions. Yeah. And it's so so it's like a dollar a session, folks. Yeah. It's with and, with and a bonus
0: session. There's a free bonus session. You can't even. There's nothing you can get. Like, not even the Dollar Tree is a dollar anymore. It's now 1, right, a twenty-five yeah. tree. So,
1: yeah. And the idea is like, no, is it really for the money? No, it's not for the money. It's it's yeah. it's for it's knowing as men what we need to make ourselves follow through. And there's something about having the choice to go to something that's free versus something that annoyingly required me to pull out my ATM card and da 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 da. You know, it kind of, you know, it it cements something in me a bit more. If it kind of hurt the pocket, but just, just a bit, just yep. to kind of get my attention. And, um, yeah. And so, so that's the gesture here, you know, just kind of help, we're, help us help you. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Boom.
0: Yeah. The, the pandemic has been really hard for everyone in a lot of different areas. We have kids, kids got blah, blah, blah. And then. Um, and probably what we'll spend some time talking about this season, we've got you know me and my spouse who have, you know, I've always traveled for my job, I've always been out of the house a lot. and for the past two years, we've been in the, in each other's business nonstop. like that that impacts intimacy and relationships. So we're going to talk about that. like how do you build and have intimacy with someone when, you don't have any space apart. It's like that when you're not apart together all the time. When you get together, it's like ooh, la yeah, yeah, loud. ooh, juicy, hot, and warm. And but then when you're all together all the time, it's like um, yeah, get out of my freaking face, you stupid smelly <laughs> moron. So which is I'm you know that's my wife thinking but not saying out loud what she thinks about me. Um, sometimes not all the time. She's a very loving person. And very then lovely. and then dating. We're gonna talk to some people. About dating during the pandemic and these comparisons with, uh, like, the HIV AIDS crisis. My wife is rewatching all of ER in, like, the oh. first couple seasons. Like, everything is about HIV AIDS because it's, like, the early mid-90s. And um, and it's, like, you know, dating during the pandemic, it's, like, like, who have you been with? Like, who have you physically been in a room with? Because I'm not going to be alone with you in a room if you've been, like, at a bar getting covid because i don't want to get covid like all these kinds of things and so of course i don't get i don't date <laughs> i said i didn't i don't get to date <laughs> <laughs> i'm leaving that in i don't get to date nathan kind of gets to date he'll tell he has well, some stories to tell and then we'll have other people tell their stories
1: yeah yeah i found myself like we're so we're we're, we're dating but we're like dating differently Right. Ryan's Ryan's, Ryan's dating his family and his wife and himself every day as he's hanging out with his family. And I'm I'm dating myself, too. And but, you know, the culture of like, yes, he's married. I'm not. And um, as someone who's divorced and reached the stage in my life where I see the benefits of of human relating again, like the the the, the benefits of, of giving to someone in relationship and, and maturing and and. Um, like now that I've reached that stage i'm I'm reintroducing dating into my life, realizing that I've never really approached dating at all because as as someone who grew up in purity culture, um I avoided dating because of the popularity of the book I kissed dating goodbye and in purity culture and so now that um you know since my divorce, I discovered that I was dating avoidant you know i was I was exploring sexuality, the subjects of sexuality and I was able even to make um, romantic connections. But I was not thinking about, you know, having a – being married again or having a relationship again. And now that I'm thinking about it, there's a crisis. Like, whoa, a completely different script. I'm in my mid-40s now, you know, on the other side of marriage. If if this is a narrative that you relate to and it is freaking you out, um, I relate to to you. And so – as we have this conversation, whether it's in the form of guests or things that we learn, we hope to satiate that curiosity um, as well. Um, so whether you're married or not, it's gonna be pretty pretty interesting. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, and there's another part of the podcast that we're doing um, also is um, the experiment of sharing these interview bites over YouTube was a really fun experiment. And it got us to our current uh, documentary in development now, which we're excited about. Um, but also, um, it we what we found was it stirred a lot of questions, but it didn't give a lot of answers. So we still want to reintroduce the, all those interviews um, in in a more completed way um, to share with you the stuff that we've been learning. And so. Um, some of the podcast episodes later on will, will be a special edition episode, kind of like a um, uh, what's the word we we said for it? Almost like a magazine news show or something. Yeah, yeah,
0: like a serial.
1: Like a serial, like a special episode. Yeah. Um, that's that that's produced differently, maybe like more on the road, journalistic type of way. Um, and so be on the lookout for that, um, as those come into shape, we'll announce those also. So, and, and we're presenting them as special podcast episodes that will be in a different format and we're excited to share those with you too.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of fun stuff that we're going to be doing. So much fun. fun. Woohoo! And so we have guests coming up this season. We have some special episodes. We're going to have a lot of, um, Uh, very serious conversations as well as fun conversations we're going to get into some of the the darker aspects of uh life and love and intimacy um this season but um but we are going to try to keep it fun we're going to keep it light and um and you know we want our listeners to to pick up some things that will help make their life a little better and um uh, and so we'll have uh, A moment like a, a practice Or a thing we tried this week That um, that was like hey I tried this and it was awesome Or I tried this and you know Don't try this at home um, mm. I'm going to tell you one Nate right now Tell me one One is that um, I don't I, I don't see a lot of different people I tend to see all the same people Because we're still sort of Omicron is starting to fade right now But it's still around and but um, I have started hugging my guy friends. Oh, like when I when I leave them. Okay, it's like and some of them it's like a big hug, and some of them it's just kind of a side hug, and um, but yeah, yeah, I'm I am I'm working on my affection with other guys.
1: Mm, nice. Like my physical affection
0: with other guys. Yeah.
1: I'm I'm curious about the the particular hug that was happening that made you realize this? Like, was there like an exceptionally long hug or like a, you know, that was like, Oh wow, this I've, I've been doing this for a while. This is what a Mm. wonderful thing. Like when, when did this realization come to you?
0: No, I, I think I realized that like going so long with out touching another person outside my immediate family during the pandemic, Oh. that um, that when I had a chance to and it was appropriate I would hug the person and it oh. and I guess for us and the way our family kind of works like we have like I guess I just end up hugging more ladies than I do guys hmm. you know just because like Cindy has teacher friends and then like oh right like we see them and like I don't Maybe and there might just like naturally be more women in her life since my wife's a teacher and it's been a pandemic kind of thing, but then like like I hugged a guy friend, and he made a joke like ooh huggy huggy or something like that, and then a little few beats later he said, "No, actually, really like I really really like that 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 was good for me," and I realized like I was like yeah that was yeah I think that's why, I think yeah guys guys need to show their affection for each other, you know? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So that's that's, that's a- what I'm trying. That's that's and even earlier today like I was the other guy and the, he's sort of a dad and we're like, "Oh, yeah, see you later, man." Uh, kind of kind of a like a bro thing, you know. What what
1: what I was picturing was I was picturing I was picturing you having this realization much, much like the character Edward Norton did in the movie Fight Club. <laughs> When he was embraced by the character played by Meat Ro- Meatloaf. Meatloaf. And his face.
0: Oh, and his big Meatloaf boobs.
1: It, yes, his face. Edward Norton's face was pressed against the man tits of Meatloaf, and that is where. Sob-
0: Does he start sobbing? Is that what happens? Yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I've seen that. It was a cathartic moment. Yeah, I think he starts sobbing I, and he that's hugs what him I'm back. am gonna do. I'm gonna pull other men into my giant, man boobs. Oh, my, Meatloaf just died. He did just die. He did. He just died in real life. So, oh, in honor of him, in honor of meatloaf. In honor of meatloaf men who are listening to this podcast, find another man, pull him into your man boobs.
1: Pull him into your man bosom, embrace him between yeah. those breasts, your muslim, and hug the hell out of him, give him all that love up against their face. <laughs> it's called the motorboat of love, folks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Always ask just a word out there guys, uh, and ladies and every everyone who has any or no gender. Um, always get permission before you motorboat um, somebody. This is this is a good always. This is get a good consent. Principle. Yeah, we also want to be teaching consent on this show for sure. This is a good principle. Um, hey, I we, go, no, ahead. go ahead. No we,
1: I had a comment, I just lost it. You were talking about this. It will come back to
0: me. A practice? Oh, it
1: was so good. Oh, no. All right. It was about the, the man boobs, but we just passed that. We talked about Fight Club already. Um, and Oh, I remember now. Okay. So, um, yeah, I do think it's really important that we're doing this and reconnecting as men during quarantine. Because yeah. um, a friend of mine, a horrible thing just happened to him, unfortunately. He was a part of a men's... He was one of, the, one of three leaders that hosted a men's group for me as I was going through my deconstruction from from fundamentalism. And I really needed other men groups to hold on to uh, as I was going through my transition. And and this gentleman formed a beautiful group of men, um, and they had a fantastic program in Santa Cruz. I attended it, and it was life-changing. I would have endorsed it for any man to attend, and unfortunately, one of the three men who started that, um, he, he recently committed suicide. And it was very unfortunate because, you know, um, as, you know as someone who works with church groups and you, you see people with natural leadership um, skill sets, this guy was a natural leader. What a magnetic leader. And he was a beautiful, beautiful medicine for this time and place for so many men. And to see him succumb to something like this um, during the pandemic, because he was isolated, he gave into a lot of fear. And um, um, yeah, th- there's there's a lot of complexities in this type of situation, but it, it happens, and it made that issue very real to me. And um, as men, all of us who are friends of him, we, we made an extra effort to stay in contact with one another or with any group of men um, just so that we can curb these emotions that push us to do such drastic things. So... Um, so that this this is something that um as we mentioned this idea for wednesday night church um we mean it for all the reasons just for the fun the the fun of reconnecting to be around men again and also some some of us desperately need some type of connection and you can come as you are um even if you're afraid to turn on a video or to unmute the microphone Sometimes we need a window into reality just to kind of feel like we're human again, and that is what this space is for. So, so many good things coming up with lots of great conversations, lots of good guests, um, and and um, yeah, and lots of good formats to explore
0: as you see the yeah. special episodes are coming
1: up. Yeah. And
0: Ryan is working on his book. We haven't mentioned anything about his book yet. I made a mini mention. I'm so scared to talk about it anymore. Oh, I talked okay. about it a little bit too much, maybe. And okay, then it was like on the cusp of like there it is, and then I was like, oh, no, I don't. I want to say, oh, you know, sometimes when life has been complete shit, or you want to say something is bullshit, like that is just like the perfect word to use, and you and perhaps you want to describe a scene using, um. The kind of words everyone thinks to themselves when they see something like that or they imagine it. And so that's the way I want to write. Not crudely, but I do want to write honestly. And so, um, yeah.
1: So, so no, no book mentions.
0: Yeah. Ooh, talk to me. And, uh, let's, let's talk about it again in a couple months. Let's bring it up so, again. Yeah, yeah. So we lose yeah, it. Yeah, but, but, but I do Second. need to be held accountable to write because I do. I need to be writing. Yeah. Okay. So cool. So yeah, we'll yeah, we'll yeah. leave we'll 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 it will be an edit out of
1: this one, then. No, we'll the we'll leave mentioned.
0: it in. Oh, we leave so, it in. Okay. We gotta leave. We gotta keep this podcast simple to edit, so oh, yeah. that we'll be consistent to do it, or I'll you're be right. consistent right. to do it. Yeah. So you're we're right, gonna leave right. this all in, and uh, yeah. Don't men, women, listen to me. Do not suffer alone. Um, there are a lot of people who love you and are thinking about you and. Um, would miss you if you were gone. So, and um, love that light inside you when it is shining. So, uh, I think we're gonna wrap. We're gonna wrap up. And, yeah. And
1: and and prepare you for. Um, um, well, yeah, we're gonna keep this one simple. It's about a twenty-five minute, half-hour episode. And um, just to give you an update of where we are, for all those, all of you who have been missing us and who have been following the evolution of of the formats from podcast, from YouTube, to to this mention of a documentary that, like, when's this documentary, documentary going to happen? We've seen we've been doing that for like,
0: wasn't that like three years ago? And, it, and yeah, man, TV development, we will, we will, oh, we definitely need to do. A show, and it, maybe it's a sidebar, but Nate, because you've been in television for many years now, Yes. and we do need to do an episode where you talk about how difficult it really is to get a TV show made.
1: Uh, ah, yeah. yeah, I can't. Yeah, like, I we'll can. talk through
0: all the steps and stuff, and yes, yeah. that
1: that would be a fun thing to talk about. Yeah, um, and um, how to yeah. make a TV show. How to make a TV show? One of it, many things it, you're, you're learning.
0: Get it on a network. Yeah.
1: And get it on a network, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Yeah, so so thank you for joining us on this beautiful reintroduction of Touch Podcast, the Update Podcast. Thank you,
0: listeners, for keeping up. You can find us online at touchpodcast.com. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can find us on SoundCloud. And you can join us on Patreon where you can watch the video of this conversation and see all my awkward facial expressions that I tend to make because I got the anxieties in me and I have to get them out. Yeah, and you can see the cosmic
1: plantation that's behind my shoulder as if it's talking to me like it's, it's just the, the devil and the, the angel conscience. The oh, is. Is. In the in the yeah, that's a beautiful Do-do-do-do-do. picture behind you. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. And the, and last but not least, just to let you know, our Touch Podcast website is going through a bit of a reconstruction reboot. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, so apologies there
0: if you see, like, a placeholder. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Um, it should but, be up by the time this... Fixed by the time this is up. But, yeah, the, the website died. We had uh, codes in there mm-hmm. that were no longer supported by the original creator, and it just got... It died. The website yeah. it was it was oh gosh. That's a whole other episode how to this, this, this is what I mean oh. by reboot, you see. We are it, yeah. like it's literally re- everything's getting rebooted. We had to start we're having to start from scratch in a lot of areas.
1: We're like Matrix Resurrections. If you've seen that movie, oh, it's kinda of like that. We're Nate, kind of it's Nate kind of like and a and recap of the first pulled. story. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Nate and I are being pulled one. Keep going. Let's Out of the here. goo. We're Ooh. being pulled
0: out of the goo and disconnected. Ooh. Wow. Yeah.
1: I wouldn't have gone goo, but, but I'm with you now. And, and, <laughs> and yes, we're pulled out of the goo. What were you going to say?
0: Pulled out of the goo, Nate. I
1: was just going to make reference to how we're kind of coming back. We're talking about purity yet again, but it's going to be a little different with a different set of characters like Matrix Resurrections. Um, mm. But we can go goo.
0: Goo is cool. Goo is memorable. People yeah. will listen to goo. You got to get out of the goo to be resurrected.
1: There you go. Beautiful. I thought he was going to make it rhyme too, but I can help it rhyme. You can get out you got to get out of the goo to be the new you.
0: Get out of the goo. We need a new get out of the goo. Be Actually, the we have new an episode you. about how to get into the goo, but that oh. is a completely different myth. Yeah. We should <laughs> wrap. We
1: should wrap. Let's wrap.
0: Let's try All right. Thank you, everybody. And we will chat soon. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye.
0: Hey, guys. This is Ryan. I just wanted to pop back in. That book by Dr. Tina Shermer Sellers, her new book is called Shameless Parenting. Everything you need to know to raise shame-free, confident kids and heal your own shame, too. It's fantastic. I suggest you listen to it because she reads it herself. I loved it. And also... Look, don't suffer alone. We talked about suicide uh, on this show for just a moment. And the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline in the United States, phone number is 1-800-273-8255. 1-800-273-8255. And that's just not for suicide prevention. That is for any emotional distress you might be experiencing. You can get on there, talk to someone who can listen to you and uh be on your side. Okay. Y'all stay safe and love each other. Bye.
1: What in the world is going? Oh,
0: what in the world?
1: <laughs>